Welcome to this week's episode of Lash Biz Babes, the podcast for solo beauty business owners who want to build a full clientele and create a business and life that they truly love. My name is Erica. I'm your host. I'm a lash artist turned beauty business coach and lash educator and welcome to the show. I'm so thankful to have you here. This week I have a guest episode for you. I brought on my friend Jess from JP Beauty and we are going to be talking all about social media and how to use it to grow your beauty business. Whether you're trying to get more clients or maybe even trying to get more students and trainings, this is going to be a really great episode for you as we're going to be giving you tons of tips and tricks on using social media and just getting more comfortable with it and just like the power of how it can truly grow your beauty business. So I'm really excited for you to listen in and let's jump on into it. Welcome to Lash Biz Babes. I would love for you to introduce yourself and what you currently do in the industry. So I'm Jessica. I own JP Beauty. It's a beauty business. Um, I am a lash artist and I have been doing it for six years. I also have other beauty services such as PMU, makeup, teeth whitening, and I do um, in-person and online training. Um, I work part-time out of my home and yeah. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Sounds like you've got your got a little bit of everything going on that's pretty fun I have a lot going on but I love it <laughs> <laughs> tell us a little bit about how you got into doing lashes so it's kind of a funny story but <laughs> when I was in college um, to be a dental assistant so this is about eight years ago I a girl in my class got her lashes done and she came to class and I was like oh my god like I want those like what? like they were new like I didn't know what the heck they were I was like 18 yeah. and um so then I went and got them done and it was an absolute like mess like clusters okay. awful <laughs> like I thought they looked good but then they started to really hurt and I'm like what is going on like I just didn't know right yeah and they were yeah. So then after that mess, I don't know why it like made me so interested in doing it. I was just so interested in learning how to do lashes. So I started working as a dental assistant. And of course I like wasn't making enough money. So I decided to take a lash course. And of course I took the first one I saw without doing any research. And I was about like 19 and it was like the worst. If you could imagine the worst course ever, that was a course I took. Oh no. It was like $400. Um, my kit was awful. It was like six hours in total, maybe less. And I, like, even in my kit, I got like hand sanitizer as remover. No. Oh my God. Yeah. That's insane. It was absolutely awful. So then I went on, obviously, to take more reputable, better courses. Yeah. Where I am today. But it's just funny how that's how it started. And then, yeah. yeah. So then I did always want to be a dental hygienist. So it was like the next step after being an assistant. So I just, I was like, I'm just going to go ahead and go back to college, get my hygiene. And because I'm, I'm going to regret it if I don't do it. So then I still continued to work as a lash tech, like at home, um, while I was in hygiene school and it was able to pay, you know, for my living while I was in school. And then, 
yeah, I just, when I graduated, I started working full-time as a hygienist and the burnout was real. I was doing, I was trying to do both. I was working 40 hours a week and then I would come home. I'd work like eight to six, come home, eat dinner, and then do like two full sets. Like I, it was bad how like busy I was. So I knew I had to make a choice and that choice was to go full in with my business and it was the best decision I have ever made because yeah, I love the dental world, but I love this more. And yeah, I just didn't want that feeling of, oh, I have to do what I went to college for. Right. So it was just, it was definitely a big decision. It will always be there for me. Like, you know, if anything happened, but for now, like, it's just, it works so well with me in my life. So yeah, that is my, how I got into it. I love that you like followed your heart on that. Are you so glad that you stuck with lashes, even with that rocky start? Cause that's just like, boom, boom, like two bad experiences in a row. Like a lot of people would take that and be like, maybe this isn't for me and just like alter course. So I love that you like stuck with it regardless. And like, now look at where you're at. Oh my God. Yeah. Like I never gave up. And like, of course, at times it was hard. I was like, oh my God, I can't do this anymore. But I knew I wanted to do it and I just kept doing it through everything. Yeah. That's incredible. I'm so proud of you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So what was your experience like with building your clientele? Sounds like you were in school or maybe working and building your clientele. So what was your experience like with that? So I first started doing like friends and family just to kind of get like photos and my experience. I wanted to like really nail it before mm-hmm. taking clients. So then after that, um, I think I, cause I was also new to the area, like where I live, I've only lived here like six years. So right when I started is when we moved here. So I kind of just had to like start from the bottom up, not really knowing a lot of people, except for like the girls I met in college and stuff like other than that, like I didn't know anyone here. So I, I remember like posting on like a buy and sell group where I live, like on mm-hmm. Facebook being like, Hey, I'm new to the area. I started doing lashes, blah, blah, blah. And then I got a few people from that. And then, um, I think I did a giveaway. So it was definitely hard in the beginning, like to get clients because I didn't know what I was doing, but I obviously like represented myself, like you know, like I made sure like my space was clean. I had like a good attitude. Like just the word of mouth was really important as well because, you know, next thing you know, this client who still actually comes to me now, she has sent me dozens of clients. And if it wasn't for like in the beginning, if she didn't stick with me, like, I don't know, it just, I don't know what I would do without clients like that. Yeah, that's awesome. And I think that kind of just goes back to show like how important the experience that you give your clients is because that will lead to word of mouth if it is a good experience. Of course. Like I've been to, I've gotten lashes done myself and just like the experience, the lashes might've been nice, but if the experience didn't leave me like excited to go back and like I don't know like you just don't want to go back if you don't leave like a good positive environment definitely I agree I feel like it's a lot about how you make your clients feel yeah and how they walk away feeling after their appointment so yeah super important well that's 
Awesome. I mean, I feel like that's a big struggle that a lot of solo beauty business owners face is like they are in school or they are working and building a clientele at the same time. Yeah. And they don't always know what they're doing. So it can be a little yeah. bit overwhelming. So I love like your um, story with that and just how you kept going and pushed through it too. Um, and obviously it's paid off at this point because it sounds like you've got some pretty loyal clients then if they've been with you for that long yeah for sure I do so was what year was that when you were um building your clientele originally um 2016 to 2017 okay yeah so like still kind of newer I feel like a lot of places I mean lashes have been around for a little bit at that point but I feel like it was still like not everyone knew what they were quite yet so that's awesome like even in my area I remember when I took the course and I was like I think there's only like a couple like I think one or two in my area because I'm in like a small town and then there was a few more more than I thought and I was really nervous at first I'm like oh my god I'm never going to compete with them yeah yeah like you just I learned that everyone has their own unique brand and you know totally. it's all about experience and what you bring so plus yeah. there's just so many clients out there too yeah <clears throat> I think that's a perspective to keep in mind especially if someone is like newer is like there's so many clients out there way more clients than there are lash artists and right? that like, perspective shift really helped me for sure yeah same like there's so many people in this world like even in this world that like there needs to be a certain amount of lash artists because we cannot see everyone so yeah exactly yeah yeah. I love it so if you could go back now and rebuild your clientele would you change anything about how you did it like now that you've got the experience that you do would you change anything about how you went about it to begin with um I don't think I would change anything I think I would add something like I wouldn't like I did work my ass off in the beginning like yeah like at that initial like start I really put my head like obviously really worked hard to build to where I am today but if I were to go back I would have like I would have hired like a business mentor or someone because I felt like I always had questions and there was no one to turn to like yeah you know it was kind of like you were winging it at that point like what like what prices should I have where should I buy these products and like just certain things like is this legal is this not legal like you just feel like so like what do I do so I kind of relied on like Facebook groups like and it wasn't really that reliable sometimes (laughs) yeah because you get so many different opinions and you don't even know like what experience they have yeah I totally agree that was me too for a little bit at the beginning and then even at that time I didn't even know that there was such thing like I wouldn't know that there would be someone to help me with that I just thought it was like you do a course you figure it out on your own you compete with other people like I, I thought that's how it was supposed to be so Definitely, yeah. I would have asked for more help, I think, instead of just trying to figure it out on my own. I love that. I would totally agree with that. Um, but I feel like it also wasn't like a big thing, like business mentors, even just a few years ago, wasn't as popular. Like, I feel like there were a couple people, but it wasn't a very popular thing. So I think it's amazing that they, that is a big option and a more well-known option now, because it's so 
beneficial for people who are getting started or you know running into roadblocks too because that was freaking hard yeah (laughs) like in the beginning I had I was fortunate I had a friend who I went to aesthetic school with who trained for like a very well-known lash company for quite a while and I think she might still I don't know anyway she kind of like I was able to like bounce questions off of her and she was it was so helpful in that way and I'm really thankful for her for that but it was just like I don't like other than that it it was just like you you're right like really is just winging it most of the time Uh, and like I just felt so intimidated by others like say someone had like three three plus experience like years experience you're like oh I can't ask them they're not going to tell me and it was almost like oh my god don't share what you use like Mm -hmm. I never I always told people what I use like I didn't care but I felt like just so intimidated by other people and I don't feel like we should like I'm always I agree help other people because yeah I'm the same way. I feel like the industry's kind of shifted a bit and it's continuing to shift to where it's more like open and inclusive and just like helping each other out and whatnot, but it has not always been that way. And I'm thankful it's changing and that there's people like you out there who are, you know, like working towards that change as well. Yeah. Um, So do you think kind of shifting gears a little bit here, do you think social media is important for building your clientele or your beauty business? Yeah, I think it's so important to show up on social media because like, if you don't show up, how is anyone going to build a connection with you? How are people going to know where you are? Um, I think word of mouth is great, but it can only go so far. So I think social media is just such a way like to, market yourself where you live and yeah just showing your personality and like humans you know they interact with other humans so showing up on there will really have someone relate to you and help you yeah yeah I would agree with that totally um for me my experience was like I I was in a newer town like you were like even before like when I first got started I was new to Utah and just really didn't know that many people besides the girls I went to aesthetic school with and everywhere I would look to be because I was like searching every corner of the internet trying to figure out how to build my clientele and everywhere just said word of mouth but it was like I don't know anybody and I don't have like basically any clients I had just a couple friends and family it was like my sister's husband's family and that kind of thing but it was just like how am I supposed to get word of mouth when I don't know anybody and I don't have anyone in here so I feel like for me social media really changed the game on that um and you know like you said just making connections on there people like humans want to make connections and I feel like it's just a really great way that you can get your name out there and let people get to know you before they even come into the studio for an appointment with you yeah, like I feel like some clients say like are they've even told me that like I already knew you before I met you because yeah I show up on social media. Like it's so true because I feel the same way about other people. Like I totally. see them on stories and I'm like, oh my God, like I don't know. And then you just kind of like feel like you know them. 
So I love that because I don't know when I go to a business page and there's there's no personality or the owner's pictures, I like don't even know who I'm talking to. Right. It's like so, a different kind of interaction, I feel like, because I'm like, well, first off, I can't address you by name. Yeah. Like if I don't know, I'll do live videos and people will hop on. And I love when they get on. I love interacting with people on there, but a lot of them don't have like their names on there. So then I have to like call them by their username. Yeah. <laughs> Which is it's fine, fun. you know, but it just I feel like it's so much more it, like adds that personal touch, especially for potential clients to like be able to see who they're going to come into so that they can start to feel comfortable with you and like trust you too, like to build that like trust factor up. Totally different when there's no name, there's no picture, like, and, and I feel like if that's something people aren't comfortable with, that's okay. But at least in my experience, I feel like you can build your clientele so much faster when you are including at least a little bit about you on your page. Yeah, I agree 100%. (laughs) Um, So has showing up on social media played a role in where your business is at now? Like, do you feel like it's really um, helped you grow? Oh, yeah, like 100%. It has grown so much since I started showing up. Before, it it was just like pretty photos of lashes and like aesthetic, like, yeah, those like filler pictures. Like I didn't have like a, any like no one knew who the heck I was so finally showing my photos like and even showing up on stories really helped people connect with me and like I even had a couple clients like be like like I was actually nervous to come to an appointment not knowing what that person looked like and I even agree with that too like you have to be able to connect with that person and know what they look like and how they are before you go and actually see them and yeah, I agree with that a lot. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I feel like even if that's on like a Google My Business page or like a Facebook page, maybe where you're not showing up and interacting more directly with people, but just to like have a picture of yourself on there somewhere so that yeah. they can like make that face-to-face connection um, or even just having your name on there too. I had a client tell me once that she picked my business to book with off the list on Google because it had my name on there and she said it just sounded really friendly (laughs) and I was like oh like that's so sweet but it it kind of just goes to show that even just those little personal touches like that on a page as informal as Google like can really go a long way of course um so you do a lot on TikTok too I see you on there all the time has that really benefited you and like growing your business like how's that experience been for you I think it's really like helped I think on the online portion Mm -hmm. of my business like building my like beauty business like coaching because so many people everywhere can connect with me and I feel like I have a lot of like local followers on Instagram like as well as other people like all different countries but I feel like TikTok is just such a fast growing amazing app and I honestly feel like people can be more comfortable on TikTok and go there for questions and whatnot so I think it's really helpful for businesses to have one and then also people on TikTok will find me on Instagram so it 
works hand in hand. They're kind of getting like double exposure to you. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Um, I actually read an article recently that said, uh, I can't remember where I read it at, but something along the lines of how um, people are actually going to TikTok more than they are Google now to like just ask questions and like find answers and get information like that's where they're turning to especially like the younger generations I thought that was super interesting too because I don't necessarily turn to TikTok but obviously a lot of people are so I feel like especially when you're in the education realm that that can be a really beneficial thing because you can reach so many more people oh um, yeah across the world really I search a lot on TikTok like even my fiance was like why don't you uh, go on YouTube and look that up I'm like I don't go on YouTube anymore. I just don't because it's <laughs> yeah. so much easier. And he's like all about YouTube. And I'm like, no, I'm on TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I feel like TikTok is that's who they're more is like Instagram wants to compete with TikTok. Yeah. Right. But I feel like TikTok is more competing with like YouTube for people and like viewers and all of that. So it's interesting yeah. to watch like the how it's evolving as a platform. But yeah, I really agree with that. I, that's been my experience too like you just are able to connect on a much deeper level with people and from all over too but even when you're like a solo artist it's the algorithm I feel like is so much more accurate it can get your local people looking and seeing your page as well yes so did you ever get nervous to show up on social media at first like to show your face Um, and if so how did you overcome that Oh my God. Yeah. Like I was so nervous to first show my face, like even just showing like a photo, I posted a photo like about me and I was like, Oh my God, what are people going to think about me? (laughs) And I just like, I just pressed post. I was like, Oh my God. I don't know why. Like looking back, it was just like, why was I so nervous? And then even my first reel, I was like, Oh my God, no one look at me. Like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, it felt so cringy. And like, but then I'm like, no, I'm just like scared of what other people will think of me. And I think TikTok has really helped me with that as well, because I watched this one TikTok that will always stick with me where the girl was like, look in an empty room and who is paying your bills and who is walking in your shoes. And it's just you, like, you're the only person like, don't, who gives a F like yeah. <laughs> you do because it's your life and if that's your business like yeah so I definitely was very nervous and now I just like don't care because I know it's beneficial and yeah yeah when I think you're impacting so many people's lives because of it too and like that in itself is a big deal <laughs> yeah of course um I always think I don't know I always see people online that are like don't post personal things because no one cares about that stuff or like no one really cares that much and I'm just like but is that true or is it just like your fear of like being seen by others or your fear of like what other people think about you because I know personally for myself I love to like I mean it's not like I want to know everyone's like problems or anything like that or like deep dive into their lives but it's like fun to get to know people and just like see behind the scenes in their business and interests that they have and you know just who they are as a person because humans do love connection and crave connection that much so um 
Yeah, I think it was really hard for me at first too, especially like talking on stories and things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I remember I was like, one of the very first times I was trying to sit and talk on stories. I think I redid it like a hundred times and I was so scared <laughs> and overthought it so much. And uh, I don't know, it was like nerve wracking at first, but the more I've done it, the more comfortable I've gotten with it, the more second nature it is. Like, I don't really think about it now. Sometimes I do have to like try to do the same story more than once because I like stumble on my words or whatever, but it's just so much more like natural after just doing it, (laughs) honestly. I was talking to a local influencer like recently actually and we were talking about this and um, she gave me a tip because she's on stories every day like every morning making Mm -hmm. coffee and she gave me like a really good tip she said um, imagine that you're facetiming a friend or family and like don't don't look at who's viewing it like just look at the camera and talk like normal like we are right now and just be casual because who cares <laughs> yeah I love that that's such a good tip and I I mean I feel like that would definitely make me more comfortable <laughs> um and then back to like personal life like even like didn't you, didn't you just go to like Disneyland Disney World mm-hmm. we just went in cool. June yeah right like that's so cool where I remember I took a, I think it was on a lash course a few years ago and they specifically, they gave some business business tips and they said, don't show up, like don't show your personal life at all. And then I had that like mindset, like, oh, I shouldn't show my personal life at all. And that's why I never showed pictures of myself. And then now I'm just like, yeah, like show some of your personal life. Like, oh my goodness. Yeah, that's a hard pass for me when you just said that. I was like, what the? No, I would never say that. So I I guess everyone's different, but. Yeah, I don't know. I love, like, I follow so many talented lash artists and brow techs. And when they show like their personal life, like, I just feel like I know them more and like connect more. Like even the fact that you like you have kids and you, went to Disney like I was just like oh that's so cool like I want to take my daughter there like like, you know what I mean (laughs) yeah I totally agree and I well and it all kind of ties back into like personal branding too like a lot of people feel like especially solo beauty business owners they're like oh I'm not building a brand but it's like yes you are like it's a personal brand it's different from like a company brand but at the same time like you're building your brand you're building your reputation and like the way that people connect with you, whether that's online or in person, like all plays into that. And yeah. just even showing little bits of your personal life, because that's a question I get from my students a lot when I'm like talking about personal branding and we're learning about it. And they're like, well, how much do I actually have to show? Like they, you know, <laughs> worry about like, okay, like, do I have to give them everything? And it's like, no, but just like things about you, like what are the what are the things that you love in life? Like personally for me, I'm like super into Taylor Swift. Like that's a big thing for me. We are always outside. So I'm like at the lake or doing whatever. So I'm like, if I'm at the lake, like I'm gonna post about that. Like mm-hmm. we went to a pool party the other night and took the kids. Like I posted a little boomerang of it. And it's like it's nothing, you know, I'm not like showing super personal things or like every single thing I'm doing every day but it's just like what are the things that you love to do in life like what are you doing behind the scenes in your business and just letting people kind of get a little glimpse of that 
Um, yeah. And I think it's important for people like clients or students or even just followers in general to know that you have more, like you have a life outside of work. And mm-hmm. it's so good for people to know that, that like, you yeah. can do fun things. <laughs> totally. And it kind of just brings back in that human to human thing, like putting, I don't know, just helping them remember that you are a human too. Like, I think some people think like, business owners and they kind of put them in this box of how they're supposed to be and kind of forget that they are human sometimes and that they do make mistakes and whatnot you know and so it kind of just like I don't know I feel like it almost like pulls followers back into reality to the point of like okay I yes I'm a business owner but I'm also a mom or I'm you know like I'm also a human being and at least for me it's helped me kind of like attract clients who are similar to me in that way so they're like more understanding if my kid was sick or something like that um so in the long run I feel like that really helped me too just to have like clients that were super like-minded and like loyal to me um because they just liked who I was as a person yeah as well as like my work and stuff yeah like I think I even I can think back to like when I I think I followed you on TikTok first and I saw that you had children and I was like oh like that's kind of cool like when people like like you can relate because when you're a mom in business like you feel like you know you can't compete with some people because of having kids I don't know but it's nice to know that there's like moms that like are in business and do so well I agree with that and I mean at least for me I'm with my kids probably 95% of the time so they're probably going to show up online with me at least at some point because they are always with me (laughs) so what do you feel helps solo beauty business owners to stand out in their area online like we've kind of already been talking about this because I feel like what we have been talking about does help you stand out but is there anything you would add to that um specifically um like in their area like their niche Um, Yeah, just like stand out in the area online, you know, because if there's like multiple service providers, say there's like, I don't know, like 20 lash artists in their area, you know, do you feel like there's anything they can do to just really help themselves stand out and stand apart from the crowd? I would say to just show up and be like yourself and everyone is so different, unique, and you bring so many different things to the table for your business. And then just focusing on like you can do a few services, but just focus on one you're really good at and one you're really passionate about and then make that like have a niche and you'll bring in your dream clients if you advertise for that and just try to like not be like everyone else. Like I find a lot of people when they try to compete, they want to be like everyone else, but people mm-hmm. don't want to see everyone else. There's like a million beauty businesses on Instagram and people want to see something different and your own brand like you are your brand so just being unique and not being like everyone else I think is really good I love that I totally agree um that's one thing I've noticed too is that a lot of beauty business owners are you know newer to the industry or you know they've never run a business before so because of that they tend to and I, I think it kind of happens subconsciously a lot too but they like copy other people because they like don't know what they 
to do, then they are winging it. So they just like look at what everyone else is doing and like feel like they have to copy their prices and like their marketing. Yep. And like, I feel like that's why we see a lot of the like CC07, like eight to, because it's like what everyone's posting. So that's what they post too. And it's just like, you know, I love that tip. You know, just like be unique, like be yourself, like do, you know, do, kind of do things in your own way too. Like, obviously, Oh, some of that is information that clients are going to need to know, but just like the way you present it and things yeah. um, in a new way. What tips or advice do you have for those who are just starting on social media? Like any words of advice for them or maybe for those who are using social media, but they're not really getting like bookings from it or getting results from it so far? I would obviously like invest in yourself on the business side, because I feel mm -hmm. like when you are first starting out, when you're doing a, say you're doing a cert certification course on classic lashes, you're just starting out. Obviously you're going to really want to nail doing lashes. So you're going to want to make sure you're doing a really good job and you might learn some business building, but you really want to focus after like, how am I going to sell my services and not just wing it because I feel like I've been there hence why I teach others how to use social media and how to run a beauty business because I feel like a lot of us just wing it and we don't know what we're doing online and for yeah. me it took years to figure out like trial and error like when I even look back at my feed from like 2017 I'm like what was I doing and <laughs> if I could go back Same. and even my bio like I wouldn't even know like yeah I didn't have my name I didn't have a location like I just had like fancy fonts like I just I would definitely invest in yourself on the business side I love that I saw your was it your real your TikTok yesterday where you were like things to not do in your bio yeah and I totally agree <laughs> like the decorative fonts that one they're really pretty but you cannot yeah. read them <laughs> and you actually you when you go to search so everything in your bio is searchable and it should be searchable so if someone goes to search Toronto lash extensions if you have that fancy font in your bio you can't search that it actually won't come up at all so yeah. it's actually a waste of space in your bio so just yeah ditch those <laughs> yeah I totally agree with that <laughs> um but yeah I 100% agree with you on that tip you know just like investing in your business education too because obviously like the artistry side of things like taking those courses are important but like and you know at least for me when I first started doing lashes I just didn't realize how much more it was than just doing lashes like the business side of things but like at the end of the day you're not just a lash artist or like a brow artist or a nail tech or hair stylist whatever it is that you do like you're also a business owner and like that's skills and like a knowledge set that like you should invest in as well because I mean that's almost even more than your responsibilities as just like a lash artist like there's so much more to do on the business side of things so yeah, 100% agree. That is super important. <laughs> like you can do like really <laughs> nice lashes, like really good work and say you even have eight years experience, but if you don't know how to sell or show up on social media, no. there are people out there that are giving like shit work, like bad work. Yeah. Are, they are making so many sales, like high ticket price. And their really clients love them. And they love it. Absolutely and they have no freaking clue. Yeah, but yeah, there's people that are amazing that like I've even had 
business coaching clients that are like so good and they don't know how to sell or come on like they don't know how to show up on social media and I'm like oh my god you're missing out you were like the best in that area and yet yeah. the people that are like you know who I'm talking about like the $40 full sets like they are like they're doing amazing because they know how to sell so yeah. it's like it's the marketing skills that's what yeah. it kind of comes down to it's like you don't know how to market yourself you could be really good at lashes or your services and still not do as well because of yeah. it um too, yeah I I 100% agree with you on that one. Um, so another thing that a lot of solo beauty business owners struggle with, especially when I, I feel like when it comes to showing up on social media is imposter syndrome. So is that something that you've ever experienced with showing up on social media? And if so, like what advice would you give listeners who might be experiencing or they're like afraid to show up online because of it? It's kind of a long question. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> my biggest advice is to one not give a f because people yes. <laughs> people that are going to judge you probably aren't even in your industry or they actually are projecting their own fears on yourself yes when I learned that oh my gosh it changed my life <laughs> so true and it took a while for me to like figure that out and then also the people that are above you that you might, who I even used to be intimidated by, they're not going to judge you because they were in your shoes at what, at one point in their life, they were in your shoes. They're not going to judge you. It's yep. the people that are in your industry that have no idea what you're doing that are either jealous or like I just said, they're putting their own fear on you or they're just horrible people. But I, like people aren't judging at all. Like you just, I think it's more just like mind over matter. And, wow. you know, like I used to be so nervous because I'm like, oh my God, what are, like, even what are my friends going to think of me? Like, are they going to think like, I'm like bragging over here on social media? Are they going to think like I'm too good for them? But it was, it was just my own fears and like my friends support me and so do my clients and my followers. So, yeah. And then another tip is like, not everyone's going to like you. Like if you show up, like you, people don't have to follow you and people don't have to love you. There are people that are meant to like you and people that aren't and like, it's yeah. kind of a hard pill to swallow. Like, oh my God, everyone has to like me, but it's not true. And yeah. Yeah. I think that was one of the more difficult ones for me to wrap my head around was like that. Not everyone is going to like you. And I mean, I've seen that one, like I don't know if it's a meme or whatever, but I've seen something on Instagram that was like, um, you know, like you're so worried about everyone else liking you when like, you don't even like everybody. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> okay, well, yeah. And it's, um, I mean, at the end of the day, I feel like a lot of marketing is like attracting who you want to be, like have come into your business and like be a client of yours or be a student of yours or a follower of yours, whatever, like the loyal like ideal people that you want to serve in your business so attracting them and detracting the others so it's kind of like like marketing is almost like meant to do that to like attract and detract because you don't really want the kinds of clients who aren't going to like you anyway to come in right so it's like if they don't like you then it's almost better to have them figure that out on social media I feel like 
um but yeah that's I think those are some really good um advice that you gave on that and a hundred percent sure that like I said that projection thing like it's really just like a reflection of themselves and like their fears and insecurities more so than it is on you mm-hmm. then anyway that changed my life and it was really big eye-opener for me because it's so true yep <laughs> um I was gonna say something but now I lost my train of thought <laughs> but next question so any last like thoughts or tips that you'd like to share just on social media or just business in general um um I'd just like to say that you need to never give up and to never compare yourself to someone else because they probably did start off where you are and never think I'm not good enough because of x y and z to just show up on social media and have a personality on there and to just not give up because I Feel like a lot of people they like I even see on like Facebook forum groups they're like oh like I just I'm not getting any clients I've been doing this a month and like just don't give up because I was there at one point and you probably were too yeah and look at us now <laughs> yeah and it's crazy I even had a one of my coaching clients a couple weeks ago that came to me and she was like I'm getting really nervous. Like my bookings have dropped and like my sales have dropped to almost like 40%. And she was like, I don't know what to do. And anyway, you know, we had a conversation and brainstormed some ideas for her on things she could be doing. And she came back to me like a week or two later and was like, yeah, so I just wanted to let you know that like I'm getting inquiries every day. I'm booking out like because she's like makeup artist as well. She's like, I'm booking out weddings, like oh, a lot of weddings right now. And she's like, and things are just picking back up and going really well. And she was like, and a lot of it was just like a mindset shift. It, and she was like, I didn't even really change what I was doing necessarily. I just changed my mindset behind it. And she was like, that's when it started picking up even more. And I think that plays a lot of into like the not giving up thing it's just like your mindset behind things and like a business does ebb and flow and you have periods where it's going to be slower or where it's going to be like discouraging but then just like continuing to like move forward and keep going because like you said we've both been in those positions before I remember when I was like I'd like lay in bed to like midnight. Like, what else can I be doing for my business? And I do more. wake up to two new appointment requests in the morning. And it's yeah. like, it's not necessarily that I need to be doing more. It's just like continuing to do what I am, regardless of like how things are going, if that makes sense. Like, whether it's one person showing up for you, like when I'm doing live videos, like when I first started doing those, it was like a couple people watching at a time. Now I get like a, a lot more than that and like get more reach on them. And it's just like, you know, still showing up the same regardless of how many clients you have too. Yeah. And I think the BD industry is so like, they, we normalize um, burnout. And I think we, yeah. I think we think that we need to be working 40 hours, 50 hours a week until like nine o'clock at night to be successful. And I think the definition of success is being content with like loving what you do 
and showing up with the right attitude. Like I remember when I was, um, you know, in that burnout stage, how was I showing up to my clients? Was I showing up like what I would, like how I act now? No, I probably wasn't performing as well, doing as good as lashes. I probably, you know, just everything is so much better when you just take time to look at it from afar. And yeah. yeah. And I think like even having the whole like people like nervous, like, oh, like I'm nervous. It's a slow month or a slow week. I think if you just look at it from like the month perspective as well, like that was a really good month, but like I had a slow week at the end of the month. That's okay because Mm -hmm. normal. And um, yeah. And I think having full books, like I think we should be thankful for a week where we're not completely busy because then we can catch up on things and, you know, admin things and yeah kind of gives you an opportunity to work on other areas of your business yeah so well those were some great tips and tricks and advice um thank you so much for coming on today this has been super fun to talk social media is like one of my favorite things to talk about so I could be here all day (laughs) Um, but where can our listeners find you online and connect with you because you share so many good tips and tricks and educational things um so where can they find you up well thanks for having me today I was so excited um Everyone can find me on social media like Instagram, Facebook, TikTok at JPBeautyX. And then my um, website is JPBeautyX.com. So yeah, you guys can send me a message if you have any questions about business things. And yeah, I post a lot of tips and whatnot. Awesome. So I'll put her social media links in the show notes below. Um, And thank you again. Okay, thank you. And before you hop off the podcast for the day, I wanted to add one more thing in. Since Jess and I recorded this episode, she has released her social media masterclass online course to teach you how to use social media to grow your beauty business. So if you're interested in taking an in-depth class about it, you're really wanting to learn how to use social media to grow your business. This is going to be a really great option for you. I've been seeing some amazing reviews from the students that have already taken it. So I'm going to link it in the show notes below for you.